Yeah, you know, we might as well have this baby. And like we've started calling her the baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm gonna go check on the baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you? Because it's fun. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Uh, and like <laughs> we we got home and like she, you know it's she it's my kitten right yeah. even though we're getting it like she's mine like right. I, I paid for her I'm gonna take her to the vet and all that jazz but like um you know I. I like preparing for things. I'm a big planner in a lot of ways and that's, and I like logistics and I like decorating. So like when I got this kitten, I like set up this room for it and like prepped our house, like kitten proofed a lot of things in our house where it can't crawl in places or get in places. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we bring it home and like, she saw my excitement for it and saw how much I loved it when I brought it home. And she was like, okay, like, but like watching you like get excited and care for this kitten, like makes me want to put a baby in you. <laughs> and I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah, I was gonna say it's just the hottest like uh-huh. Yeah. She's like watching you just like hear so much. I was like, I could be a good mom, but I can never I never I don't want to ever be a mom. Just I, be a kitten mom. Yeah, it's I'm gonna okay. be a kitten mom. I don't I just don't think I can I would enjoy or maybe I would or be able to handle like that intense emotional connection. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't imagine all That's this shit. My, yeah. Look, I mean, I'm not going to try to encourage anybody to have children. We we would like the population to stabilize, if not go backwards and, you know, figure out how to, as a species, calm the fuck down with our <laughs> expansion. So, I mean, please, yeah, anyone who doesn't want to have kids, like, 100%, please don't, you know, <laughs> be a good aunt or something. Yeah, I want to help, like, casually raise a kid yeah. on, like, a part-time basis, yeah, you know? exactly. Most of us should just be, like, aunts and uncles in the village. That, or, like, I've always, I don't know, my my family has told me this, and I have, like, thought this for a while, you know, uh, where it's, like, I don't think I want to have a kid, but I do think I could see myself being, like, a slightly elder gay adopting, like, teenage kids, I'm right? I remember, didn't and, like, somebody like, famous recently adopt, like, an 18 year old two 18 year old like black kids or something somebody know. famous there's uh, trying to remember who this was because people were like can you adopt an 18 and a 19 year old kid <laughs> what does that even mean i think you can like yeah emotional you know i don't know if it was no, a legal you can legally thing or, adopt people yeah, when they're adults yeah still? okay yeah because you, you can like add i mean beyond marriage there are ways to add people to your family yeah okay if you like legally adopt them into your family that's a thing interesting but I'm just thinking, like, you know, there like everybody always wants like animals, like this kitten I got. Like most people tend to want to adopt young kids, right? Yeah. And there are probably a lot of like kids in their teens. Oh, yeah. And it's like, all right, y'all, you know what? We'll try it out. Elder gay me might mm-hmm. do that. But Yeah, like on six feet under the gay couple. I think they they tried adopting teenagers, although I remember it being very difficult. <laughs> so you get to the point where you're like <laughs> Can we return them? Is there a six-month policy where... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I've dealt with so many, like, just unstable uh-huh. people in my life. I'm like, I can handle some fucking teenagers. Like, especially, like, me at, like, 45. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even though 45 is not technically, like, elder gay status. But, like, I'm just saying, like, yeah. you know, that, like... Whatever age you feel ready for that. I'm a little more wizened. Yeah. And, like... But, uh... But, I, but it will be interesting adopting children into whatever like kind of home i live in because like right now i live in the home where it's like you walk in and you see like a empty glass jar with like a kind of like a yellowish substance (laughs) sitting on like my counter next to my stove and you're like what is um what is in this jar because it looks like piss yeah it's just used vegetable oil right but but it's clearly it's in like a cow milk bottle or something so it's definitely not whatever was originally in there (sighs) yeah and just you know, but I, but right now lifestyle. I have the kind of life and environment where you're like, decent chance that could just be piss. Right, that's our cooking piss. Yeah, I mean, you if know? you're going through like the, you have to go through like the system, then uh, there's definitely going to be some scrutiny, and people come into your home and check out the decor and whatnot, and you're gonna yeah. have to like clean some stuff up and like put on a some kind of face for these people. Just a nice Stepford wife trans lesbian situation <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing untoward. i'll take down my like this faggot kills fascist yeah, sign <laughs> i have to take down a few of the things like that but yeah you know the bdsm art stays <laughs> yeah just put a 
put some stuff like kind of on it. So I really want to test the goodwill of this like adoptions agency. Uh-huh. Just like leave the BDSM art and up and be like, we can't wait to have these teenagers in our home. Yeah. We are so excited for these teenagers. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe I, I would yeah. be and I am, but it's just like, I need you to test you. I need you to believe in the best version of me possible right yeah. now and not what your instincts are probably Maybe screaming. Maybe in 15 <laughs> plus years, society will have changed a little bit and it'll be like, oh, everyone has BDSM art on their walls. It doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't matter. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at genderfluidspodcast. On Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. So the girl's dad, uh, she was talking to him on the phone the other day, and he brought up to her that he was like okay because you know how i wear trans tape to go swimming sometimes mm-hmm. and yeah. I've, I've taken and 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 running and hiking and stuff sometimes uh and i've taken a few pictures there's maybe like two or three pictures on my instagram story or that or in my feed or that have gone to a story or something like that like not a ton by any means but just there's a couple um so her dad was like Oh, what's this thing where your girlfriend is wearing band-aids on her boobs and uh, going out on stage like that? <laughs> so, in the game of cultural telephone or whatever, between, I don't know, like one of her... He thinks you're doing stand-up on stage and tape? in band-aids. He thinks, yeah. He described it as, I was, wa- I was I'm was i I'm going out on and performing my stand-up with band-aids. let him believe that's true. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, the girl was basically like... It's this trans tape. I mean, good for her. She was just trying to very calmly and, and candidly explain, like, no, oh, it's a stuff called trans tape. She wasn't, you know, it's like an adhesive that she she likes wearing, whatever. Um, but I just love that. <laughs> like, I could see how, you know, someone, you know, some relative of hers could see that picture, you know, see a picture and and describe it as wearing band-aids and then and then people just decided that I go out on stage like that even though the only pictures I like the two, there's clearly two that I think of like, where I'm swimming lakes of, like bodies of water, bodies of water or, or like, there's one where I'm like wearing my hydration pack because I'm, I'm just like yeah, running but my, doing it's not some, like, like I'm yeah I'm, there's no shit. mic in hand Whatever. But now you're, I kind of want to. You're not like <laughs> gesturing in one direction, like mid pose, like yeah, you know. <laughs> <I'm> just, yeah. <laughs> but now I kind of want to. I'm like, well, maybe we should bring this uh, rumor into life, you know, Get, uh, <laughs> so I can find the right context to perform shirtless. I mean, I'll I'll go fucking like find like we can just go to like the Cherrywood stage or something and yeah. bring a mic for you and we can just take a picture, take a picture. that Try looks to spread like the you rumor. are. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know Ariel's doing? comedy and trans tape now mm-hmm. it's fucking provocative <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow it's so powerful it's uh, just so powerful it's really brave, <laughs> so brave. i just i went and saw it and like i oh, people start having emotional experiences about shows that have never happened yeah everyone just wants to be on the bandwagon of oh, seeing the trans only. tape comedian yeah i mean it inspired it's not, me it's not like people do naked shows it's like not even that big of a deal it's it would just be weird if i did it at a show when no one else was naked <laughs> that's something we've never talked about is naked shows yeah or if we have it was like way early uh, yeah, on i don't remember talking about it on here, so. i i don't know where i fall on them i think it for me it depends on like who's doing the show and yeah. like what the fun of it is because it's like there there's a fine line with naked shows between being like cool and like why are you getting naked to do comedy yeah like i don't even know whether exploitative is is a potential aspect of it but i don't it, it all just kind of depends for a lot of it it's like people exploiting themselves it's kind of like what the cuties thing like uh i mean there might it, it, 
I don't. It's usually not like a host who's going around finding the hot chicks in a city, do, going, "Hey, I got a naked show. Sign right up. Sign right up." It's no, not really but, like yeah, that. Yeah, the so. ones I've seen happen more recently have been like all these like body positive shows, which yeah. is like cool and like I'm on board with. But that's that's a little too cool for me and a little too happy and upbeat. Like I feel like if I did a naked comedy show, I would want there to be a slight edge and a, like a little bit of like a provocative air of objectification, right? Uh-huh. Like I don't. I don't want like just like a happy clean like we can all be naked and like our bodies are our bodies and we can tell jokes in them and that's okay. It's like that's uh-huh. that's cute and fun, but that's not my bag. You what know? do you? How do you? Would you like that to go? I don't know. Like <laughs> I mean, to auction off y'all's dates at the end. Or? That would be fucking hot. <laughs> that would be so fucking hot. Not I, for the person who gets bid the lowest. <laughs> whatever. No, because I'm telling you, as somebody who has fantasies of being mm-hmm. sold and auctioned off, getting paid the least for is sexy. Okay. You're like. I'm so I'm worth so little that I'm the last one they're about what are they gonna do to me they're gonna do anything to me they spent so little money on me it doesn't even matter okay. like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> whatever floats your banana um yeah um, but yeah I, w- I don't know I would you ever c- do like even the the underwear one or anything no, I never did. I got. I did at, one of those. Because here's the thing: the one naked show there was in town. I was like, I'm not doing. It was at the institution. Yeah. I'm like, nothing about that comedy venue makes me want to get naked, nor the clientele there. And like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not getting paid for this show. Like, if you do a naked show, you should get paid. Did, yeah, like, no one should. I'm do not a doing naked, a naked show, show for free. <laughs> Uh, and that's the thing like yeah. that's the thing about naked shows that always got me early on is that i was like i don't need this show enough to, in my like s- like slot of shit like i'm right. doing plenty of like comedy i don't need another show and i don't need to like get naked to have to, I do, mean, to I get guess... to do a show but some people i think so many people refuse it that some people are just like i'll do comedy naked and i really yeah. want to do a show because nobody books me on their show. fucking no shows <laughs> well they usually also will have some kind of good decent photographer out there taking pictures so that might be fun you know i, I definitely see people seem to enjoy the pictures that they get yeah. out of those things so i can see that the the best kind of like i guess naked ish comedy show i've heard of is strip joker out of chicago that's yeah. a really well-run one that's got like a fun environment to it and like uh, I don't think people are getting all the way naked. I think it's like just down to like bras and underwear. But it's like, yeah. I think you, the idea is you take off clothes a- as you like tell jokes, yeah. right? Strip joker. But like um, all the pictures I see and the people that I uh, know of that run it and are involved with it seem like happy, fun people. And it's not just like, and now I'm going to walk out on stage butt naked and tell you some jokes. Yeah, well, we've also, it sounds like, never been to any of these, uh, so we don't quite know how they even go. I don't care. We accurately judged the fuck out of Cutie last time without having seen it, so I think with my, like, much deeper knowledge of people in stand-up comedy, Mm -hmm. I can make some calls about what these shows are like. Well, like I said, I did do one where I was, like, an underwear one once, and that was pretty early on in my stand-up, too. I mean, maybe I was a, uh, a year and a half, two years in or something, and... I was at the Fallout Theater, and it was a guy who was he was nationally touring that show. He would just t- go around to other cities and then, like you know, do it somewhere. Um, and I, I mean, I had fun because at the time I was still like pretty uncomfortable in my body and p- pretty uncomfortable with any level of like public, just even half nakedness. Um, and so that was a thrill for me. But I was also getting, you know, I I had. I was liking my body more. So it was at an interesting time for me to be like starting to like my body, but not quite comfortable. And so it did kind of help me feel like, um, like a sexiness and, uh, yeah, just a, an increased level of, of comfort in my body and especially being out on stage and everything like that. So, I, I mean, it was valuable, but I just don't, it just nakedness. I don't see the point of the nakedness. Well, that's why I think that like, it can't just be like, it, it, it either has like, the nakedness either turns the show into a, you know, a we're all here together loving our bodies moment with mm-hmm. that everybody needs to talk about and comment on and incorporate into their set and then and just do some jokes afterwards. It's either yeah. that or it's this weird, like, why the fuck are you naked telling me jokes? Like, it can't, right. it can't be unmentioned. It There's can't definitely- just be you're naked and telling jokes. So that's yeah. why I think you need to go the other direction where it's like it's a emphasized part of the yeah. show and there's like some sort of like edge of objectification to it right yeah because there's definitely those people who no matter what the like um canard is that the right word the the like um 
uh, gimmick or anything of a show or whatever situation is going on, they're not going to comment on it. They just come out and tell the jokes they always yeah, tell. So, like, I, the idea of someone just walking out naked and being like, uh, somebody call the cops. <laughs> 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 I don't know, you know, but uh, somebody coming out and being like, just doing their just opener. Just doing their <laughs> opener of like, yeah. I hate that person on shows that's like you're on a themed show and you show up and you just like, you just do the do your normal bits. Right. You don't, and you like maybe like have a nod to the theme. I'm like, dude, fuck you. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't run any shows. So it's not even like it's my thing, but I'm like offended for the show. I'm like, that's the fun of this. Is yeah. Like, you're getting to do the, like the fun part of school, which is being given dumb creative assignments that you don't necessarily learn anything from, but maybe right. you glean one skill from, right? Like, mm-hmm. no, anywho. I mean, yeah, da- back when we had the dirty, <clears throat> filthy, nasty show, which that would have been something that where people could have taken their clothes off as part of it on their own. That could have been fun. Like, yeah. if you just did that. People just show up and do their bits. Yeah, but well, some people, but some people, I mean, I would certainly lean into it because for me, I was like, hell yeah, there's a lot of these jokes that I don't get to tell most of the time. Same. That was when I was you like know? first starting comedy. I like, I quickly kind of got to do that show because half like, the shit I write is too dirty for like yeah, y'all's normal, other shows. normal shows. But then I remember like the second or third time I did that show, I don't even remember who it was, but a good comic in town, you know, brought out their phone and like had a picture of like, cleavage or something was like oh i don't really tell dirty jokes so i'll just show y'all this picture of boobs while i tell my other jokes and try to make that thing for a second it got like half a chuckle and then, and then it's no just one dumb cares and you're holding and then, your phone and then you're holding your phone and then and and then you're gonna give up on that and then i'm gonna follow you and i'm gonna be like i brought 12 minutes on pedophilia and uh you know, you really didn't warm. You know, you 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 made it into like this isn't what we're doing. It's a collective agreement that we're doing the dirty, filthy, nasty show. That yeah. it needs to be like we're all doing this together, and that's part of the joke. Otherwise, I seem like I'm just like this fucking weirdo who's actually there to do it. I've always wanted to do a spin on like the dirty show and the naked show thing, right? And do the kinky show. Like, has anyone ever done like the kinky show where like you tell your jokes while like strapped to a spanking bench and you're getting like paddled? I thought you were just going to say just telling jokes based in the kink world, but um, no, I don't. I I, think, not that I've ever heard of. I think that would be funny. Like someone's just like, you know, either bent yeah. over a spanking bench so you can see their face or they're like strapped to like an Alexander And if they cross, don't get a good not, laugh, they get a good whack. And they get a bigger <laughs> whack. Yeah. 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 Um, but then that incentivizes the audience not to laugh. Yeah, that exactly. might be the saddest, most brutal show. <laughs> just dead silence to well, the audience. No. Just getting beat, <laughs> telling jokes that aren't landing. We'll anymore. have to. I mean, I'm sure the audience, most unless it's just a bunch of sadists up there, I'm sure most audiences will would like a go a, a back and forth of like, okay, we're gonna laugh when it's funny at all these jokes. But then sometimes, you know, if they're not getting spanked enough, yeah, the audience might kind of get into a collective consciousness of, all right, hold back on this one. Oh, yeah, there we go. You know, I mean, I could see, but yeah, we should we should test it out. That's a good. That's not a bad idea for a show, really. I, it, you could even keep your clothes on, and just be getting spanked. Um, and it's like, yeah, you get spanked. Or you just come up with like bombs. different, like you know, kink different, things, yeah. right? You, you make it a competition, like it's you know, there's the first round has like five people in it. The second round mm-hmm. has just like three people. Yeah, and then you know, or whatever it is, right? And like. Each round, you're only doing like two to three minutes of jokes, but you're going through like a different like kinky activity. So like yeah. one of them, you're getting like flogged. One of them, you're getting the next round, you're getting spanked. Like the last mm-hmm. round, like they're using like a like a dragon's tail or something on you, right? But it's all it's all spanking based. Well, it's it's all impact based because it's yeah. like that. It, that I'm trying to think of a way that would like disrupt you telling jokes. So the yeah. idea is that you're supposed to try and tell your jokes while this is happening, and whoever does the best part or is the funniest, right? But maybe for the first round, you you it's like y- you're even standing up but getting flogged. The second round, you're like on your knees, and the third round, your arms are tied too. So it's kind of like getting progressively because now you can't even like gesture to tell jokes. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of getting like harder that. for you. Um, yeah, maybe like even being on your because being on your knees is just like a different relationship around. to the audience. And maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe like yeah, as you move on, you get more bound or like your arms are like tied above um, you yeah. and like you're having to tell your jokes. <laughs> what what do we call this show? <laughs> <laughs> Gimmick. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It sometimes yeah. it feels like in order like unless you're like in some major cities like. Not that Austin isn't a city, but like unless you're like hell, yeah. LA, Chicago, New York kind of thing, it's like you. It's hard to just have a stand-up show. 
Like everything oh. seems to have like a spin or a fun gimmick on it, right? Where it's like, oh, we're mm. doing stand up. Not everything. Know. A lot of shows are just showcases. Um, but increasingly more because it's it's more fun. And but there's gimmicks where you can still because that one at least people are still telling stand up as opposed to it just becoming like okay now while you're telling a story about a kink experience that you had you know you're also going to be getting this like this is like you're still it's still the challenge at least of doing stand up um you know and it doesn't take it off the reels completely but i mean yeah you people don't why would anybody like really be incentivized to just go to a showcase it, in a city where there's lots of stand up and where you could go you know see you know more famous people at a few different places whatever yeah um yeah they're gonna but if you tell them that <laughs> stamps are getting fucking flogged <laughs> in a competitive <laughs> kink show i would go to that <laughs> some people just stop at all women's show we're like no no yeah <laughs> we've got a theme for you <laughs> uh that's fucking hilarious It'll definitely have to be only women flogging. Oh yeah, so no, there's, there's not going to be. Any we're men. not having a man be no. the dom or in the situation at all. No, that's not fucking happening. It's not fun. No, nice lady dom or NB dom. Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> One of those you have where you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going no, on, I, but I know you're not part to, of the oppressor class. Try so. to find one of those people where everyone's going to be like, seriously, though, what are they? <laughs> this is our Dom question mark. Yes, question mark is their legal name. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, so um, we're doing the gender wiki... Uh, read of the week of the C identities, the identities that start with the letter C. And this time I have not pre-read them because I pulled it up and they just look too fun to just go through together. Um, so the first one <laughs> is Caden's gender. Caden's gender? Caden with a C, obviously. Is this uh, <laughs> this gender? My guess is that this is a gender that was made up when Caden's mom got angry and went to wiki gender. It's like, well, my <laughs> child's gender is not... Why don't you have my child's gender on there? Caden deserves a gender. You put my kid in the fucking soccer game. <laughs> um, I think that's maybe, what Caden's gender is. Maybe a mom got on and decided what? to mock her child by being like, okay, but... 12 of you at your school have changed y'all's name to Caden this year. So could you not have picked a different name and just went on and wrote an entry about Caden's gender when you identify with the name Caden uh, more than anything else regarding to gender? Okay. At first I thought you said Caden's gender. No, and I was no. like, you're really into, you're like, I identify as uh, different cadences. <laughs> different cadence. Caden's gender is kind of pleasing to yeah. think about. Dep depending on the cadence of the the background music or kind of <laughs> <laughs> it triggers it's like a new moon okay so Caden's gender I mean I really can't oh well Caden's gender is a gen fluor influence is Caden's gender is a gender influenced by that one is currently listening to Caden's gender people may alternately identify as gender fluid gender queer muto gender okay this might be wait, me again I to, think there was a typo you gotta read this slower I know but I think there was a typo I'm gonna try to correct for it Caden's gender is a gender influenced by the one that person is currently listening to. I think it's because they didn't want to give a pronoun to it. Caden's gender may, Caden's gender people may alternately identify as gender fluid, gender queer, and gender. I think what they're saying is just like what I say when I'm like, my pronouns are your pronouns. Like if I'm talking to someone, I'm going to be influenced by their gender and kind of align on that way. Why wavelength. does it say what someone's listening to though? Like so, okay. It says Caden's gender is a gender influenced by that one is currently listening to. By by that which one is currently listening? <laughs> so to? It's hard Maybe to figure a out. Maybe there's a which quite, missing. By that, 
of the person that one's currently listening to so maybe, is how I'm thinking of it. Yeah. So maybe it is kind of what you're... It's like when you're talking to Caden, whether they're a Caden girl or Caden boy, you're going to respond to their gender situation. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's why it's Caden because it's specifically they're using a common um, boy, girl, boy, girl, girl or non-binary name. name. Yeah. Word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm in Caden's gender. That's another one that applies. So, wait, to how me. are they spelled in Caden though? C A D E N. It's such a lame spelling of Caden. There's no Y in it. I know it should be K A D Y N or something. But what can you do? What can you do? I can go maybe edit they, that wiki gender. Maybe they pick. all. I, I, maybe I, every I, spelling exists. So, and you get to you, pick. We're which about Kaden's. to see 15 Caden genders. They all mean the same thing, but they're like you get to pick which. I'm about one. to pick a Caden gender as my gender I, and like wage war against the other Caden genders. I'm going to become the fascist supremacy. militant ver- yeah. <laughs> our branch of Caden genders. Oh, you're making me think that I was thinking in A they didn't have uh, autogynophile, and I know no no one wants to talk about it, but I actually want to make a flag because I identify as an autogynophile. <laughs> If you think about it, I mean, I think we've even talked about this before. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm like, I'm turned on by the idea of of having a pussy and being a woman so I can be a lesbian. So, you know, like I do kind of feel like a boy sometimes or whatever. fluidity, you can identify as an autogynophile. Yeah, because I, yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I I often am like, yeah, I'm a boy just living in a chick's body because I prefer this. Yeah. and, And like, you know. We we did talk about autogynophiles and how that there have to be some good ones. Some of them are like, like yeah, and I'm like, not trans like y'all are. I just yeah, I just really want there a pussy. Are, actually, I I I at least hear about them. I think I've seen one or two on Twitter or Reddit. You know, they they talk about it. They're like, there's not many, but to... rule thirty four. There's enough of well, you I'm, that. I, so this Ray Blanchard guy who came up with the concept, you know, he was like I think some kind of psychologist or psychiatrist or both who did help many trans women transition, but he also just like and this was like in the seventies or nineties or something. You know, he was also like and some of them it's like it's a different kind of thing where um they're attracted to women usually exclusively i guess as opposed to the uh, like the the bulk of trans women were attracted to men and basically wanted to be straight women i mean this is at the time people's sexualities have gotten more advanced since then or what obviously. they tell doctors or what they changed, tell doctors you know? or what they're open to you know so now all the then, trans like, women to are by like transition <laughs> so, like the whole goal is like that you're going to live your like live normal your head or yeah this normal exactly so so it was a different time and he was like it seems like there's this difference though and yeah now all trans women are by so you can't couldn't have the same thing happening but he, he might have still had this just he, he noticed like oh you're more getting turned on by the idea of wearing women's clothes especially women's underwear usually i think but like you're more turned on by the idea of being a woman and it's not like this whole like same I am a woman thing, but it was yeah, always like he was what, always saying that was a mini- minority. But what he did, no, not necessarily, because what he did do was take that and like ascribe it to the whole group. Like in his writings, like he didn't really make that much of a delineation between the two groups. Interesting. That's like, okay. So yeah, that's not he, what I've heard, but who knows? Yeah. Um. Well, either way, I just you know reading it, I'm like, well, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm totally like, you know, it's just like the kind of philosophical thing of do I try to have the surgery to do it versus, you know, not have the other surgery to undo it. You know, I'm do- I'm doing the same thing through an action that someone would be doing through action if they w- were to acquire a vagina. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not going to correct God's little mistake here. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, send me down as a lesbian. Oh, oh what no. a problem. <laughs> I, uh, I get to rub my tits in a girl's face. Great. So, <laughs> actually, Alexis and I were talking today, and she was telling me about uh, this person she met who is a vagina person mm-hmm. who uh, is like, yeah, no, I'm definitely a trans man, but like, I'm not I've, doing anything yes, about it. See, that's what I'm talking about. There's a ton of us. That's what a lot of us were always saying. And like, like she, uh, <laughs> she says, like, you know. Uh, and Alexis was just like in awe because she was like, you know, that's a that's kind of that's a really wild thing. But also like, you know, you do femininity so well, like she, all the girl things, like she does like perfectly to like the nth degree, and it's just like, and she's like, yeah, but to me, it just feels like doing drag twenty four hours a day. Like I enjoy like being super performative about it, and uh-huh. like, oh, if I'm doing girl, I'm gonna do girl like all the way, right? Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, I'm just a dude who. Uh, She's like, because I don't want to have to actually live life as a dude. That look, that sounds like it sucks more. Exactly. It sounds like it sucks way more. I'm like the sinking ship, everyone. <laughs> Abandoned. <laughs> 
that's why I've been making this joke that I can only make for queer audiences that would even understand it at all. But, um, you know, sometimes I see when, when people do identify as rad femme, radical feminists, they'll say, but we're not trans exclusionary because we include trans men in our feminism, which I right away don't really understand what it means to include or not include certain groups of people in your feminism. Like in whatever my breed of feminism is, it's like, it's a plan for us all to live in harmony together what include people i don't get it um but also i'm like uh, yeah no if anything um i'm uh trans i'm not trans exclusionary because i only include trans women in my feminism (laughs) 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 you know it's the trans men who are the traitors they're the ones hurting our cause which (laughs) we think there should be fewer dicks and balls in (laughs) this world that's your brand pretty much I'm uh, my brand of feminism is I just want more genitals and I want them around more each other's genitals. faces. Yeah, we could just add more. Uh, yeah, I would rather to have more genitals than less. Well, maybe at least the balls. I would say uh, I could say I could no, get I, I mean, could get a broad coalition of people who are like I fewer need, balls on the planet. I need some balls, even though I yeah, don't yeah, like balls. You can balls, have some balls. Like, we'll keep some balls, but obviously we want to have more people. I mean, some of us do. Um, we'll keep some balls, but I'm saying fewer balls. Maybe maybe we don't go fewer dicks even, but I think we could get a lot of people to agree fewer balls could be better for everyone. Yeah, That's the platform sure. I'll run on. <laughs> fewer balls. <for laughs> city council. <laughs> we don't need to make broad sweeping changes. We just need to make small tweaks, starting that's with the, You wanted balls. to have some systemic changes in this country? Let's chop some balls off or whatever it is people do to them. I don't like particularly love balls, but every now and then I do like to gurgle them. And like, no, we or keep some balls. To. <laughs> you know, is there a way we can like you know keep the most attractive? Yes, balls? exactly. Self police. I mean, if people like get rid of yours if they're ugly, if you don't want to have kids, um, yeah, you know. But it seems so. These 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 trans chicks who are cutting their balls off are still getting hard. Yeah. Right. So I think that's what you were worried about, right? You're just worried about getting. So look, we've done the research. Also, you, you know, Viagra is still out there. You still get Viagra, yeah. Just control it, and then it's like you get rid of all this worry about oh, am I going to get it up for blah blah blah, you know? So makes it, it way easier to use a strap on. Easier use strap ons, whatever. Yeah, you'd have a better time. Everybody thinks they want certain things, and they're wrong about what they want. Balls are just inconvenient. You want to cut your balls off? Give it a thought. <laughs> no more meditate. balls. Not no, no more. more Again, balls. no. It's just like if you have ugly balls and you don't want kids, consider that you might be happier, and everyone in your life might be happier if you didn't have them. Yeah. Okay. So I think women would probably <laughs> like you more. If you Most. Didn't have that's balls. why I'm saying. Ironically, you would get laid probably more, just a little less testosterone production, and you would. Yes, you would be less. You know, crazed also, after like, sex, but you, know, you would also. You know, there are bitches out there that are just like, yeah. Oh, you can fucking fuck me without getting me pregnant. Yeah. So that adds I a don't dynamic have to take some birth people. control yeah. anymore because you don't have or balls. Or worry, worry about it a little bit in the back of my head the whole time that you're pounding me that like I this could get me pregnant. Yeah. 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 It could be a great thing for everyone's life. I'm not kidding. You know, I don't know if anybody thinks I'm kidding, but I am not. As somebody who has gone down on someone with no balls now for a while, Mm -hmm. it's a lot more fun because it's like it's kind of like going down like on a vagina in a way. Like it's just like this, like the sack stays, but the sack like tightens back up. So it's just like, oh, yeah. And like and what it does is like with the balls out of like the place out of like the way like the prostate is like way more exposed. Like you can touch the prostate from the outside and like there's like a uh, ton yeah. of nerve endings through there. So like you think getting your balls sucked while you get a blowjob is good? Like having like your taint slash like ball area licked and sucked on like and rubbed while you're getting your dick jerked off or like, you know, equal sucked on you. It's it's amazing. I, I don't you. know. I'm just saying I've heard sounds come out of yeah. Alexis that I've never heard come out of her before until that you know it's So everyone sounds happier. Yeah. Um okay, just check out the next one though. Cato gender. I've read this one. Have you do you know the spelling? C A D O? No, it's this one is C A E D O. C A E. Even cuter. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I don't know. What is it? I don't know. Is it where you dress up like Cato from the <laughs> Green Hornet? <laughs> it's kind of sounds like something <laughs> fantasy ish. <laughs> oh, come on. Cato uh, gender or Cade gender, this time C A E D G, you know. 
um, Cade gender is defined as a gender that has been cut away by a traumatic event or gender that was once felt but has been damaged or lost due to trauma. Oh, like when you get raped and you can't be that gender anymore. <laughs> you change your name to Cato. Damn. I'm okay, though. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> I might be Cato, but I'm okay, though. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he like, re- writes a rap. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> The oh, trans boy, damn. the trans, trans boy group, the trans boy band. Uh, uh. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they, were all, boy boy band. they were all raped. Kato rap <laughs> is the first hit single from them. <laughs> the one thing they have in common is never mind. Oh, oh. the trauma. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh. the trauma. <laughs> but That's the, the hits, hit. the hits are so. <laughs> the number one hit. Oh, the trauma. <laughs> 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 Stepdaddy. They each have a different verse where they talk about what trauma they experienced that made yeah. them change oh, their the, gender. Yeah, they each come up and they're like yeah. doing their little solo. One's got a little sad breakdown. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Um, it's a obviously they're from Florida. <laughs> One of those Florida producers. Well, so Kato gender to me sounds like. It's more a description of how you got to whatever your gender is. Because, um, like, you got to land on something. Yeah. Unless, like, unless... But it's I defined guess you see... by the cutting awayness. So you feel like you're yeah. almost like you're A, that specific gender that you just can't be because you have to, like, almost like having multiple yeah. personality disorders and never being able to really be yourself one, the one that you identify as the, yourself the most. But you're like, that's been torn away from me because that, of this trauma. That cutting away is such a consistently felt feeling that yeah. it then becomes part it's of the be like identity. You're always kind of looking at yourself from outside because you could never fully embody your, like, true gender... I mean, is one narrative you could tell yourself about the sensations going on in your mind-body system. But That's pretty wild. Um, That's an that interesting wild. one. So then it says, Cato gender individuals might also identify as affective gender or neurogender, which I only point out because I don't remember affective gender being in the A's. And I'm like, did they add some since we checked in three weeks ago? Is it linked? Maybe it's it just one. That, what's affective gender? Affective gender is a descriptor for any person who feels their gender. Ooh, look at this one. Oh, <laughs> oh my that God. flag it's is kinda like, good. It's kind of like the Colorado uh, yeah. flag or whatever, but like, oh, this is Affective gender now has the Ooh, best flag. This is the best flag award. Oh, ding, 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 ding. 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 <laughs> Current best gender wiki flag goes to affective <laughs> gender. Affective, we should write... We should reach out to these people. Affected gender is a descriptor for any person who feels their gender is affected by their neurodiver- by their neurodivergent fluctuating moods. Of course it is. Of course my gender is affected by my fluctuating neurodivergent moods. But that's not what you center it around, is it? I mean, I think that's what um, it maybe says. It's a descriptor are. for any person who feels it's affected. So it thinks this is going to be one of those umbrella genders. This is a type of neurogender term used for people with depression, BPD, and other mood disorders. Oh, this is also my friend. Uh, and other mood disorders who feel those mood fluctuations affect their gendered experiences as well. Huh. I have to think about that, but I love this flag. I mean, I'm on board with it. I mean, just like how in like. Cato gender or whatever the cutting away is such a consistently felt feeling that it centers yeah. like your gender identity I guess like your neurodivergence yeah. can like center like so prominently in your gender identity that it's like a thing you make a brilliant yeah, I mean, lovely flag for <laughs> yeah I mean my friend who is D-trans like has BPD and so like for her there's definitely this calling her him I him to me and he doesn't care which gender which pronouns you use so i'm allowed to do this but i'm just like what does feel right she we've agreed on no they so it's like she he interesting no they so you gotta pick a such they're in such a weird medium place for me but she i'll just i'll try to say she um um she has that kind of thing where she's like well you know bpd people it sounds like that's a thing that has happened sometimes that we have trouble with this and so i can't really trust myself so i've just, it's like the journey with bpd is learning that you can't trust yourself and that you are going to be sure about stuff and be in mood sometimes that you have to just learn to go uh why don't we tie me up for the weekend like a wolf or <laughs> you know whatever um and so like that having that experience of then also being like <laughs> you know uh this affects the way i see my gender and so what i'm now not allowed to trust 
my own way that I see my gender sometimes. Yeah. Or that's fucking wild. I mean, if I'm getting it right, I have. I mean, I can see that being right. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Oh, sounds intense. <laughs> I'm liking the C's so far. The C's have That's been my favorite. That's what I'm telling letters. you. I was like, this fucking looks good. Okay, one more, and then I gotta go. Uh, caminus gender, communus, caminu. Do you only wear kimonos and camisoles? C a m i n u s, caminus. I don't know. What is it? A gender where one feels a strong warmth and a strong connection to multiple genders, at least two, or none at all, and identifies with feeling warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> that flag is my fucking least gay. favorite. That, that oh, flag. This is the gayest fucking piece of that's shit. That's the worst Ugly brown flag. color scheme. <laughs> yeah. They took the shitty, already, already not really very pleasing gay rainbow colors, and then added a, a weird shade of uh, brown kind of like some With kind like of makeup a dumb gold star yeah in the middle. this is like one of those makeup too heavily applied makeup colors yeah and it then does, an it looks like a makeup palette makeup palette for pride week and warm and fuzzy inside the bargain section of walmart i just the word caminus is latin for oven which metaphorically represents the feeling of warmth get the <laughs> fuck out of here <laughs> fuck off the fi- can't no. come from the latin word for oven <laughs> Go fuck yourself! Oh, man. Damn it! Shove your head in an oven. I'm just kidding. Um, I, I, I. But I mean, you're an embarrassment. You're an embarrassment. No. Um, but you your can flag be whatever you want to be. But That's in doing dumb. that, you are being an embarrassment. You That's are. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Try. Like, live your dream. Live your life. 100% Almost the all fullest, of these we're happy but no, for. No, you were embarrassed no, for we're, you. Exactly. If that's your kink, if you want to be this fucking gay. Um, but these Jesus people are, Christ. I don't feel like they're, I, I think we can be mean. They, they identify with feeling warm and fuzzy inside. So it doesn't matter what we say. They're going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you hear this. I like <laughs> how I it's like, it you makes have you to feel find, warmer it, and fuzzier. It's like, you can't feel warm and fuzzy about one gender. It has to be about no genders or two or, two, or more. Two or more or none at, none at all, but never one. <laughs> yeah. So you, you be, it's like the friction of never feeling just like one gender at a time just keeps you warm and fuzzy inside or nothingness. Or nothing that's keeps you. It's either the cutest or most metal thing on earth. One or the other. I love it. I mean, great. Please write us in if you do identify with any of these things. But make um, a new flag. Like seriously, burn your fucking flag. I don't know where this is going to go, but this just happened earlier before you got here. Mm-hmm. Um. I I had I've never had a cat before really. I mean, I did growing up, but like we lived in the country, so they were country cats that were kind of indoor outdoor yeah. like it's a different kind of cat, right? Mm-hmm. And like the ones we had were pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And then after a while it was very clear I had allergies and so like we didn't get another cat once baby this devil cat named baby died. Mm-hmm. Um would just fuck you up at any moment. It was a he was a fucking intense cat. Um but I've never had a kitten and I've never had titties before, but I've I've always seen like kittens make biscuits. Yeah, yeah. But like I I was laying in the bathtub with we have all the blankets in the bathtub in the bathroom for this kitten. Uh and like in the and I was like laying down in it and she was like on my stomach kind of asleep and she like moves up like to my tits like nuzzles in and like starts making biscuits in my boobs and i'm just like oh this is (laughs) this is another level of like just contentment and like the the amount of like positive emotions and feelings i had all at once was just oh it was so wild it was so pure yeah it was just like i yeah i I mean (laughs) back in earlier days of the internet where we all saw kind of the same pictures there was this like one, uh, I mean, there's a lot, I guess, but there's one specific one with like these nice, like big boobs and like this little cute little kitten between them. And it was one of those things where you were like, oh yeah, that is, gonna, <laughs> <laughs> that is a good idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, to get to be like, oh, here I am. Yeah. With that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the intersection of like boobs and kitten, kitten. in my pleasure centers. <laughs> yeah. It's very confusing. <laughs> that whole like me feeling like a kitten with a ball of string yeah. feeling. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. <laughs> boobs are just the right type of like fun playfulness Soft that it like. Yeah. It's yeah. not like a 
kitten laying against like a pussy or a dick or something. That's like, why is that? Yeah, why is no, that kitten no, no. there? Right? Yeah, it's just like creepy. But no, the boobs are comforting and the kitten and, and kind of playful just, in a little yeah. way and like wholesome. Not being boobs creepy. are wholesome. Boobs are, really? Yeah, boobs are wholesome. Exactly. They're nurturing and feeding and stuff like that. And the kitten must have some kind of creepy, weird, you know, like cross species instinct. I to be like, like titties. titties. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a little hint of that, you know, in a cute way. But um. <laughs> the softness, the different kinds of softness of kitten and boob together, uh, you can't beat that, you know? And it, it, it mm. is like, forget, um, yeah, like titty fucking with a dick, uh, okay, no. titty fucking with a kitten, Hell yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, again, not really a sexual thing, just like, oh, it feels a little fur between my boobs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, or, she's so soft. Yeah. It's just amazing. I mean, <laughs> and like the thing is like her claws are so tiny and cute right mm-hmm. now that like it doesn't hurt. It's just like... Yeah. And the biscuit making is inherently such a cute little. Oh, yeah, because her eyes are halfway closed and she's just like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My sister and her wife had like a um, a cat for a while. Who, whenever you were about to start your period, that was the only time she would come do biscuits. (laughs) She would do biscuits on your womb, and you were like, "Okay, about to start." Good to know. Thanks, buddy. A little weird. <laughs> Fucking period Shoot, patrol over those, here. Yeah, one of those period slut cats. Like, mm, my favorite time. Of I mean, maybe it wasn't, you know, maybe it wasn't like pleasurable for the cat. I just assume the cat's going like, oh, yummy, you know, but maybe the cat was just like, hey, just so you know, I can tell you're about to start your period. Maybe it's just a very sweet, innocent, yeah. you know, who knows. The cat's like, maybe the cat there's was another like one of these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's mistaking um, menstruation with um, pregnancy. Yeah. Something, yeah. Something's boiling in there, <laughs> whether it's a fetus <laughs> or some blood gurgles, but I can tell there's uh, just something stirring. Oh, boy. Maybe cats could be our sex fetish of the week. <laughs> Have we ever done just like... <laughs> no. I mean, so things we've covered cat-wise that come to memory. Cat rape. <laughs> we've uh-huh. talked about cat rape a lot. We've talked about kitten play and shit a well, lot. Be, have we like, talked about being into cat rape? Like, being, like, turned on by the idea of... Because, like, maybe I mean, you're into kind of non-consent stuff, but you want to take it a little further, but you don't obviously want humans to get hurt. And cats, like, they're doing whatever's natural. I don't know whether we should call it rape or not, you know, but they sound like they're getting <laughs> raped. They're just, yeah. So you could just be, like, into that because it's, like, sort of an innocent way to being into, to be, you know, in- enjoying what seems like I mean, rape. I could get into it only from, like, a furry perspective. Like, it would need, yeah. not like a, not like a fursuit furry, but, like, the animated furry stuff. Like, uh-huh. I could see two cats, like like some non-consensual cat shit going yeah. down there. But like, I don't actually, I mean, it, it, they're not it, the ones on the street, not, not the like street real life IRL really cats, like, but maybe yeah. some people are into that. That's what I'm thinking. Like I could, there's gotta be people. There are definitely people into it. I feel like I could maybe get into it if I allowed my, I, I mean, I really there. like listening to people fuck in general. Yeah. I listen to audio porn sometimes every time I've had a, like a roommate, like you or like other yeah. people, there are moments where it's like, am I going to get into this? And then I have to make that decision. Yeah, right. Exactly. Where it's like, like, I feel like it's a choice not to get into the cats raving each other yeah. <laughs> i feel like i just always make the choice not to and i'm like i probably could make the choice to, do to that. get in because like that. listening in on it, it's like oh man oh that's intense but uh, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna pucker my butt and not yeah <laughs> not relax it and the fact that it's you know it's real there's yeah, exactly. not a doubt in your mind what's happening it's not uh-huh. like was this just a set no that's outside your window Although I do like the idea of like really learning to perfect that kind of meow and like get, <laughs> cat rape meow, get, get cat rape, yeah, doing some cat rape role play, I could see that. Wonder, That's what I was always like. I wonder if there see... any field recordings of cat rape sounds you could study off oh, of. Just like, for sure. Just like... <laughs> I was just thinking that the other day. I was like reading. I've been like reading some interesting books and like was making me think. Like I don't think I have ever seen bonobos have sex. And, I, and now that I think, you know, like they're all lesbiany and stuff, whatever. And we were talking about like, giving them strap-ons the other way. <laughs> 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 make sure it's okay for me to get fucked as hard um uh, and uh but yeah i was like i don't know if i have really watched them like have sex as much now that i see like it's a lot of 
a lot of just like clit rubbing, I guess, or some thrusting and things. Like it wasn't as elaborate as I was kind of hoping, you know, but mm. they haven't like started going down on each other, I don't think yet. Which yeah, is... there's not like bonobo like orgy orgies. It's just like casual, like yeah, casual, yeah, not, lots of casual fucking. very inventive, you know? Yeah, but that's the thing is, I think that's a good thing though. Cause like, you know, the bobos yeah. that are, bonobos that are freaks are out there doing their yeah, thing and everybody else. found them. Yeah. They're, they can tell when there's a camera. They're probably more private. Exactly. They have an OnlyFans, you know, we got to pay for it, humans, if you want to see the freaky shit. I just think the bonobos are where we should be which is like everybody just doing a lot more casual outer coursey kind of like humpy like touchy stuff right like yeah i think we all rushed to like penetrative sex like pretty fucking yeah. quickly and it's like you know let's get back to some basics here right and it's like every <laughs> like like if we just had like more casual hand jobs happening like the bonobos uh-huh. i think the world would be a better place yeah we all need to relax um i wonder if there's any or Okay, I I think there should be. I think what we need is like the zoos and stuff around the country should just set up OnlyFans accounts where they let you watch the animals have sex. Like they film the animals and they put them when they have sex on like an OnlyFans so you can go support whatever zoos around. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like I would pay. That's a that's a sweet thing to pay like five dollars a month to watch, to watch like spot. penguins and stuff. But yeah, and it's all right there, and you get to watch like these particular ones. I'm down them. for that, but I also want to make. I don't know. I don't. I mean, the, the thing that scares me is then what's to stop somebody from just like calling themselves a zoo and getting two zebras and making them fuck? You know, like then, then like not even real. I'm just saying it's, yeah. it's a quick way to like. I don't want people to make them fuck. I yeah. want you to just leave the cameras on. But and like then... if the National Zoo yeah. like had like an OnlyFans, That's I would hilarious. be 100% on board. Because we with already that. watch them and I feel like we just give it, we get it for free. And I'm like, you should charge us to watch these animals fuck. We do want, you know what I mean? And curate a good. Yeah, show us what animal sex is actually like. Yeah, starting. We see it a little bit on the nature shows. Starting with cat rape. Starting with, yeah, <laughs> like I was the say, big cats, cat rape. Mm-hmm. The big cats. I don't know if I could watch that. They seem a little like they'd be able to emote a little too well. Yeah, that's a good point. The tiny cats. We want it where we're confused by what's really going on I with think, them. I also, I don't know if I could watch the cat rape. I think. I might just have to get into the auditory I, side of it. I just am like, because I'm not going to say cat rape. You know, you don't have to. Cat sex sounds. And there's already, like, the first thing that comes up is someone on Quora being like, hey, how come it sounds like they're being, like, super hardcore raped? <laughs> <laughs> they, the, well, their actual thing was, do cats scream when they have sex? <laughs> and someone who's a, a feline veterinarian says, uh, what you are hearing could be a cat that is announcing its presence to other cats or two cats verbally fighting. Cats tend to make a lot of noise when trying to keep their territory boundaries, and this can go on for a long time. Unless there are a lot of different females that are of breeding age in your area, it is probably not breeding behavior you're hearing, as individual females only breed every six weeks or more if they are fertile, and male cats generally go to females rather than females going to them. And in order to hear breeding behavior for any time period more than a few days, you, there would have to be a sizable colony of females. Okay, so maybe they're actually just being territorial. What sound? We've always been like, damn, you are getting hardcore raped right now, but it's actually just been like, get out of here! This is my alley. This whole time. Fucking bummer. Down. Why are cats screaming outside my house? <laughs> Someone's like, but okay, wait, here's one YouTube called cats freaking out during sex. So, so maybe this will, okay. So these are definitely having sex. It's very cute. Actually. They're fluffy. They're like on a bed. I thought it was going to be in the wild. Bottom was so cute. Oh my god! And then okay, the orange, that, the top that immediately I, my like butthole finishes. is so tight right yeah. now. <laughs> the, the, so the top like finishes like like kind of like by the third scream, it's like and I'm done, and then immediately jumps off and runs away. Whereas the bottom one, who was so cute by the way, the color pattern and the little face was a little squishy face. The bottom one, like as soon as the orange one jumps off turns around and immediately starts like licking its vagina like i don't know if you're being like get that sperm out of here or keep it in who knows whatever or and then, damn that tastes good damn, that tastes good i mean who knows i don't know and then um and or i'm bleeding or i'm bleeding yeah i'm gonna clean up the blood jesus christ because i'm gonna have a baby Fun, now yeah. they don't know um to but, our listeners i'm sure your buttholes are about as tight as mine that came out of nowhere i was like well yeah, this is just a nice like growling i thought oh my god like <laughs> i imagine some people driving in their car <laughs> getting into some fucking car accidents 
it's kind of dramatic. And so it's like, yeah, I guess maybe there's a little bit of like foreplay or the cat can't find it because it, it kind of looked like the top cat was just kind of making biscuits with its hips and feet a little bit. You know what I mean? But so it was just kind of like, huh, da 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 da. Fucking now. Hey, you want to go make some biscuits? Yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, on our veggies. Um, so then. Yeah, I think maybe it's almost like the bottom didn't even know it was about to happen or something. Or maybe it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I do want you to do it. Ooh, oh, fuck. You know, and like all of a sudden you you just, ha- you know, it's painful. Like, what are the cats? What's going on in their little brains about this sex? Um, okay, so this one should be talking about the actual sex of them. Males are equipped with painful barbed penises to scrape out rival semen. Oh yeah, that's the deal with the cats. Yeah, I knew, the I knew that. I forgot about that. That that's they're the ones who have the barbed ones that scrape out the other people's semen. Innocuous house cat is a symbol of lazy blah blah blah. We're just gonna say it again. A cat, a male cat's penis is barbed, and cat sex hurts. Most mammals are pretty uh, complacent about sex, but cats are downright furious about having to participate in it. Um, female <laughs> ones anyway male bites down on her neck well see these cats had a more consensual thing going because the top one didn't bite down on the neck also i just they knew each other good clearly characterization of cats the cats are furious at having to participate in it yeah that females fucking... the females seem downright uh, furious about participating because <laughs> it's like that's uh, a cat thing to do like the cat you see the look in its eyes where it's like are you fuck fucking serious you're making me do this yeah no wonder <laughs> cats can be such assholes they're the like, most the collective animals. trauma that they go through yeah they're like default sex is just this like fucking rape, man. These are one of the ones where I'm like, are the vegans not upset about all the cat rape? Can, yeah, no. Can we make a t-shirt that just says sweet, sweet cat rape? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, the, the PETA should spend its time trying to breed cats so that they have less barbed dicks. So yeah. that, you know what I mean? Like that would be a nice use of your time. Find of out which have... breeds have the least barbed dicks. Yeah, let's try to like breed that, that if we could out yeah. of them. It's hard to breed cats, though. Although but we've here's never the really problem. tried that hard. It's probably, I mean, humans. cats already fuck a lot, and there are a lot of straight cats. Like, maybe if we bred the barbs off the cat's dick, they would fuck so much. We would be overrun with cats. Cats would be like, oh, this went from a terrible well, thing to my favorite thing. We're going to have to kill thing. a lot of the animals. <laughs> <laughs> In order to get this eugenics program going, we're probably going to have to t- take all the ones who aren't like being adopted, who have the barbed, you know, just anything like, that's just, not in the house now. Yeah. Goes. Or at least, or we can at least, um, you know, neuter them all. To kill them all, I suppose. Um, so this that seemingly melodramatic behavior isn't because she finds boys icky. Um, cat sex is excruciatingly painful. The penis is essentially a horrifying engine of pain covered in a dozen tiny fish hooks. Engine of pain. Yeah. Great band name. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> ovulation starts 20 to 50 hours after mating giving rival suitors enough time to scrape an opponent's semen out of the womb. That oh, is a video cats. game. <laughs> an open room video game uh, where cats are getting fucked and like you're yeah. trying to get to there and scrape your it's rival's semen out. out yeah well it's a nice little time game also great role play like for yeah, a gangbang like gang you know bang. you're you're a cat and you're like in your... like you know everybody's just trying to get the rival semen out and so you know but you can't escape so they just run it's like on the you. um oh, musical so chairs <laughs> fucking five on orgy who can get to fucking the fucking filmy man you never know when the song is gonna stop but you're always trying to be <laughs> the last one with the dick in there um <laughs> that'd be a fun game yeah it's actually pretty fun okay we have some like um you, it's like you each get assigned a to, number and yeah. then there's like a bingo thing with your numbers in it so you don't know what order you're coming Kinda out like, like a cakewalk so, slash musical chairs or yeah but that. as soon as you get there yeah. you're trying to fuck as fast as you can so you come and get out so the song doesn't end during yeah your... you're trying to come as fast as you can so you can get it or time it because if you think you know when the song you know what i mean you yeah then you're i don't know Okay, the whole bushel, uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. A dozen tiny fish. Okay. So, males mate with multiple females, and it's common for many kittens to have the same father. Additionally, ovary maturation cannot even occur without consent from the barbs. What? The painful scraping activates the hormone necessary to get things rolling in the ovulation department. Fuck, that's hot. It's necessary. You have to. It has to be painful. We can't we get it. rid of it. We can't breed it out. We we would we would. It's, it it mean, has yeah. to be there for there well, to be more kittens. Well, maybe we could. No, we could create a tool that does the scraping. Um. So we have. They have the gentle sex, and then we go in there and scrape to stimulate, so that 
creating jobs creating jobs exactly and there's a lot of people who would be happy to help these cat chicks by sedating them probably first and then doing a little scraper tool not in a sex way or in a sex way um don't tell anybody about it if it's a sex way for you it's a good fun way to secret perf secret perf help in the world or just for me i'd be like i'm so sorry you're volunteering on a saturday you're doing your good cat yeah um, or you know, creating jobs, whole new field of cat like just yeah, because we're gonna have to scrape a lot of cat pussies cat out. Scraping, yeah, yeah, but mm. we'll also contain the population. You know, we'll have control over it. It'll just be one of the burdens we've Further taken on. Further extending our dominion over, over Earth. Earth. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, there might still be some stray cats out there, and hopefully lions and things. But start like, a we, rebellion. There was a cat rebellion. They become sentient. They fight back. This is not how we were meant to be. Yeah, we want our fucking horrible, painful sex. That was our thing. <laughs> um, lions, the only truly social cat, will pair up for several days at a time, ignoring everything else and copulating upwards a hundred times a day. Uh, of what? You're talking so fast. Sorry. We'll pair up for several days at a time, ignoring everything else and copulating upward of a hundred times a day. Fuck yeah. So, lions. Lions want it. Lions want yeah, to get bar it. Yeah. Bar penises are a feature uh, of all members of the Philidae family, which includes all cat species. Tigers, lions, leopards, and lynxes all have bar penises. So maybe they're just, here's the thing. Maybe just like tiny we can cats be are just a little bitch. Yeah, but just you like know? we can be masochistic and we like, I mean, we learn to enjoy pain and sex and it, you know, to some extent and to varying extents with between people. So maybe the, the cat females genes have also evolved to just be like a fucking love pain. Yeah, it sounds like I'm in a lot of pain because I am, but I love the pain because yeah. that's how we make babies. Screaming isn't a safe ah! word, maybe, you know? Yeah, exactly. They're like, yeah, you guys, you heard you me guys tap good. out like little bitches at a 10 and we are on a whole different scale. We've built it into ourselves. Yeah, where we have to have green it. light, yellow light, red light. Exactly, we have to have it. So Which I are... think makes cat rape a pretty acceptable thing to get into. Yeah, at that point. they enjoy it. You're like, I want to get raped, um, so badly. Yeah, that yeah. Wow. And I'm Let's just talk gonna, about rape culture. I'm just gonna <laughs> forget humans. Woof. <laughs> Cat's got another thing going on. Mm. I'm gonna ignore that lady saying that most of the sounds were. Uh, <laughs> territorial because that's not as hot and like after well, maybe that, video, that also happens but yeah, yeah also i'm just like that lady's full of bullshit like of course they make sounds for territory shit reasons but like the fact that like they're not making any sounds during sex i don't buy that well maybe those because those weird moaning no i don't th- i don't even think she said that did she or maybe um, it's like the dick goes in and is like just in there like kind of pushing up while they like come and are like fucking but then it's then, like the pulling out that yeah. hurts but then she did it three it's times, so it seemed like there was like a one, two, three. Of I think that's like yeah. maybe like a scrape, scrape, yeah, exactly. scrape and gone. I think there's something, it seemed like there was some kind of foreplay for them, or maybe the cat just takes a while to kind of poke until it finds the hole. Mm. Um, but at some point, it like finally then gets in, and then those three screams, I think, are the thrust, thrust, you know, thrust in, thrust out mm-hmm. uh, three times. And to me, you know, maybe the cat just knows, like, you know, it's bright, you're about to get a spanking, you're about to get fucked or something, and you have that feeling just on a different scale than these cats of like this is about to hurt you know and yeah, so i yeah, think yeah. that's the mindset the cat's in and it's like here we go you know and then um but their scream again like they just have a higher pain tolerance than we do they're just like a you know calorina calor what is it um carolina reaper level of <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know like <sighs> um pain yeah so i w- it is hot but yeah now that we've talked about it there have to be people that are into it like into it into it oh yeah videos pictures stories yeah forget about all be there these dumb boys and their their dog fighting rings like who cares i want to watch cats rape each other (laughs) let's see which one cat cat rape rings (laughs) yeah i wonder if a cat like homosexuality happens much probably not because you'd probably just die if you got your butthole ripped out (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> Forget a fistula. <laughs> you know, you know, oh, that's, yeah, you, they, they can't use both holes in the cat world, man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it's such a shame. No their, butthole, their butthole's always right there for the taking. Right. You know, like that's some confidence in yourself, like knowing that at any point yeah. a barbed dick could become that well, perfectly exposed asshole. That's the problem with being that hardcore of a rape culture, you know, like the, the, 
it's, as hot as it is for them to be that kinky, you know, like that into non, you know, or that into pain, whatever. Um, no blowjobs, no anal. You, you got to give all that Just up. Going straight you got in. Pure, yeah, <laughs> reproductive rape. Yeah, there's trade-offs, as with everything in life, you know. <laughs> Pluses and minuses. <laughs> Oh, oh boy, gosh. but yeah, no, I mean, I think so. What she's saying is like those creepy moaning sounds that we hear and like that really sound like sex. Maybe those really typically are the territorial things. And then it's when, it's when you hear the screams, you're like, oh, she's more like, uh, you would know if it was sex. <laughs> I know you think you're sure right now. That's actually just the territorial stuff. Um, just wait till you hear them have sex. You will have no further questions. <laughs> You know, it's like <laughs> there's a characteristic. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Here's the thing. As long as you're not like making a cat rape another cat. No, please don't do that. It's just like a free fun perv for you. Right. Yeah. You know, you're just like, oh, there, you've got nothing to do with it. So why feel guilty about enjoying it? Right. Yeah, I don't see any problem with it, really. <laughs> Unless it desensitizes people to you know don't start it's like well if you're watching porn and you think like oh that's how i should treat women or whatever like don't just go out there treating humans the way you treat the way cats are treating each other obviously (laughs) but other than that i think we can all handle this we can all compartmentalize (laughs) our enjoyment of cat rape This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. Hi, I'm Erin. And I'm Nicole. And we're the hosts of the comedy podcast, Dude, That's Fucked Up. Join us every Wednesday for an irreverent discussion on topics such as light cannibalism, a la the Donner Party, JFK's meth dependency, cryptid fanfic, and even pubes. It's available now on the Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Go to dtfupodcast.com for more information. You know what's not fucked up? This podcast, you butthole. Eee. This has been a hoo-ha-ha podcast.